0: So over the last year, we've gotten a lot of new listeners, and we're adding these throwback episodes so those new listeners can see some of our older content. Uh, But before I start, I have two disclaimers. So first, these were early episodes, so please be kind when it comes to understanding that the sound quality might not be that great. But despite the sound quality, the content is still solid, so that's why we want to bring it back and reshare this content, because there's still some good gems in there. In addition to the sound, we were still trying to find our voice with regard to the uh, format that we wanted to use. Our newer episodes are put together in a much more organized and efficient manner. So if you are a new listener and you're looking at this and you're saying to yourself, hmm, this seems unrefined, it probably is because it is (laughs) unrefined. And you should check out our Monday episodes to see our more refined work. Um, Secondly... Not all of the promotions from these episodes are still active, but all of the freebies that we mention are still active. Lastly, make sure you go to the website and download our Ultimate Negotiation Guide, or you could do it by clicking the link in the description. Um, The link that we're sending you to is www.americannegotiationinstitute.com slash guide. Again, that's AmericanNegotiationInstitute.com slash guide This is a 19-page free guide uh, It's actually, I guess that's more like a, an ebook, <laughs> really and uh, this guide will walk you through your most difficult conflicts and negotiations and it includes our three most popular freebies the Salary Negotiation Guide the Negotiation Preparation Guide and the Conflict Resolution Guide So make sure you take the time to download this as soon as possible. And now, without further ado, let's jump into the episode.
1: Welcome to the American Negotiation Institute's podcast, where we will teach you the skills you need to get more out of life. And now your host, Kwame Christian. Hello
0: and welcome to another episode of Negotiation for Entrepreneurs. My name is Kwame Christian. I'm a business lawyer and I am passionate about teaching you how to be more persuasive and negotiate for your business. So before we jump into the interview, I want to tell you a fun story from last week. So last week was a restaurant week in Columbus. So my wife and I decided to take advantage of some of the deals. So you can get an appetizer, an entree and a dessert for $15, which is a pretty solid deal. The only problem was that with the specific restaurant we went to, you were only limited to one option. So Whitney wanted something else on the menu and I only wanted to pay $15 for it. So I talked to the server and got nowhere. Then I talked to another server and got nowhere. Then I found a manager, the ultimate decision maker. And I am pleased to inform you that after 13 minutes of intense negotiation, I was able to get him to agree to the deal price. And I was able to save a whopping $2, which is going right into my son's college fund. So you're probably wondering why I wasted my time trying to save $2 at a restaurant. So one of the keys to negotiation is confidence. And there are two main ways that you can get confidence. So the first way is through learning, which is what you're doing by listening to this podcast. And the second way is by practicing. So I shared that story with you because I want you to take advantage of every opportunity you have to negotiate. Like I mentioned in one of my earlier episodes, one of the hardest parts of negotiation is the ask. Taking advantage of these everyday opportunities to negotiate will make it easier for you to ask for what you want when the time comes in the important circumstances. So I call this mastering the mundane and it's one of the fastest ways that you can improve your negotiation skills. So I know some of you are asking, how do I even know what I can negotiate? I'm glad you asked, because I have a free gift for you. Um, It's a list of all of the things in your business and personal life that are negotiable. So all you need to do is go to AmericanNegotiationInstitute.com slash list. Again, that's AmericanNegotiationInstitute.com forward slash L-I-S-T. And I am going to put this link in the description. So if you use any of these techniques successfully, please let me know, Um, write a review and put your story right into the review so everybody can see it. Also, if you have a specific topic that you would like me to cover, leave a review and ask me to teach you that topic. So for example, uh, multiple listeners have asked me how to negotiate when buying a car and I think it would be valuable because the technique that I'm going to show you can be utilized in a number of different high value uh, negotiations. So sometime in the next month, I'll walk you through this step-by-step process to get the best deal you can on the car. And I'll record the conversation with the dealership so you can actually see it in action. So it'll be a lot of fun. And now the moment you've all been waiting for, our interview with the one and only Pat Flynn. So for those of you that don't know Pat, his Smart Passive Income podcast is one of the most popular business podcasts in the world. He's helped thousands, if not millions, create and improve upon their businesses. I can honestly say that I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing today without his guidance, and so I'm genuinely humbled to have had the opportunity to chat with him. So here's what I want you to pay attention to in our interview. Pat shares about how generosity is key to doing business and was the key for his business success. Um, He also talks about the importance of cultivating and maintaining relationships. And lastly, he shares a fun story about his negotiation with his first sponsor. So without further ado, let's jump into the interview. All right, we are here with Pat Flynn, one of my, uh, I call him a distance mentor. (laughs) Um, Thank you so much for being here with us today. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Happy to be here. Yeah, so can you tell us a little bit about how you've used negotiation or persuasion techniques in, in your business? You know, I'm probably not as purposeful as a lot of people think in terms of, you know, those kinds of techniques. Um, I just go with the flow. You know, I try to go to natural um, progression in terms of if I'm making a sale, I want to build a relationship first. And I always try to get it to a point where the other person wants more from me. And the, the way I do that is just by providing over-the-top value at the front end. You know, and you know this because you listen to the podcast. And I always try to write epic posts on my blog right. to just make people want to give back for what I've already given them and in that way it just makes it really easy for me to recommend items and, you know I've earned that trust and built that authority over time by doing that over and over and over and over again I mean I've been doing this for eight years and now I'm at a point where people are coming to me without even asking and saying hey Pat when's your next product coming out I want to buy it and they don't even know what it is yeah. and I love that and I think that's at least for me that's my style that's my approach and it's worked and I'm going to continue to do it that way that's great As a listener, an avid
0: listener, I I remember one of the stories about how you first got into advertising for your podcast. Mm -hmm. Uh, Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that was a while back when I was just starting out. For those of you who don't know my story, I got laid off from the architecture industry. And I survived by building a business, helping people pass and examine the architecture industry. So I built this website, and I had sold study guides and whatnot. But even before that, my first few dollars that I earned online was through advertising. And I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't go to business school. I didn't have any formal training or anything like this. I was figuring things out along the way. And so I had this site. It had a good amount of traffic, actually, because I had, like I said earlier, provided a lot of free value. A lot of people were sharing this site, which had free information on how to pass this exam. And then I got... Contacted by a company that was like, Pat, we love your site. We know there's a lot of people there. We have this product that can also help people. It's uh, gonna help them through practice exams, which I didn't have. And I was like, Well, this is a perfect partnership. And they were like, Oh, we want to pay you to place a 150 by 150 pixel on your site. And I was like, Okay, one. I don't even know how big that is. <laughs> like, this is how rookie I was at that time. Like, okay, that okay. And then I was like, Well, that's a really small um, thing. And they were asking me what the price point was and i was like just literally first thing that came to mind i was like okay so for the whole month 50 bucks <laughs> and i was like you know i thought that was a lot at the time and of course they they said yes and it ended up becoming one of their most successful ad campaigns wow probably because it was only 50 bucks for them right but then the next month actually i was really it was i was very fortunate to be working with this company because Um, they were a small business too, just like I was, and they were really helpful to me. Mm. So they told me, Pat, like, this isn't normally done in business. I mean, we're getting a great deal from you, but you're completely undercharging us. Um, can you please like figure out, you know, we want you to survive because your site is great. So, you know, you might want to rethink your price point. So then I moved it up to a hundred bucks. I was like, okay, double that's asking for a lot. And they're like, no. Okay. And then they gave me, like, we were on a call and they were, you know, the guy, the CEO, Scott, he was, he was giving me the rundown and, you know, I ended up charging him $300 a month. But then I gave him a little bit of a deal if he stayed on longer. Mm -hmm. So I ended up, uh, you know, after the first couple months of doing ads with him, then it jumped to about $1,000 for three months. Uh, worth of, wow. uh, or four months worth of ads on the site just for a little 150 by 150 pixel. And you know, and that's what really got the, the rush for me in the beginning before I started to sell product. You know, I started to reach out to other companies and negotiate from there. And I knew from my previous experience and the advice that I was given to charge much higher. And I ended up getting to a point where I just kept testing, like, how far can I go? Yeah. 400, 500 a month, 600 a month.
0: We had such deep empathy. We had such a clear ability to... If you want to hear more of Zach Perret's story and the lessons that follow, listen and subscribe to my podcast, Building One.
1: People just kept saying yes. Um, And pricing specifically is a difficult topic for people, I think. But you also have to understand the value that you're providing. And that's the one thing I didn't understand. I didn't understand how valuable that traffic was on my site until I was told. So... It was it was a good experience. It was a, a, something that I've learned and I remember. So thank you for for helping me remind that uh, everybody of that story. Yeah,
0: no problem. I think it's it's really um, instructive. And um, honestly, from the other side too, from the other business's perspective, because a lot of times when people think about negotiation, they just think about how much more can I can
1: how right, can like I get the immediate result?
0: Yeah, and from their point of view, they they really cared about you and wanted to build a relationship.
1: Exactly, and still to this day, we are partners. I'm now not serving ads, but I'm an affiliate for them. Mm-hmm. And every month, I send you know hundreds of customers their way. And they're happy to link back to my site too, which helps both of us out for search engine optimization and whatnot. You know, the relationships that we build in our businesses is really, really important. Um, obviously, as you could see.
0: Right. Let me ask you this question: if if they would have not, if they wouldn't have told you that fifty dollars was too cheap, and they just kept on going with fifty dollars for maybe the next few months, maybe even a year, mm-hmm. I don't know. How would you, what would your relationship be with them right now?
1: I mean, I feel like I would still support them. Okay. You know, um, maybe. Maybe I wouldn't uh, like get to a point where I would have dinner with these people, which I've mm-hmm. done before. Yeah. you know, It's gotten to that level. Um, but I wouldn't have known. Um, but I think I probably would have figured it out eventually because I've been able to connect with a lot of other entrepreneurs mm-hmm. who more than likely would have told me that I was undercharging too right. based on their experience. So that, that's another big thing for me. I'm in two different mastermind groups where I learn from other people's experiences, and we're all brutally honest with each other. We hold each other accountable, and we share each other's goals And, you know, I'm there to be brutally honest and hold people accountable, too, in these groups. So I'm in two of them that meet every single week. And by far, I've learned the most in those groups. Wow.
0: So for somebody in your position now, I I would imagine there are a lot of opportunities coming your way. People trying to get in your ear and all the time. All the time. So (laughs) how
1: do you determine which opportunities are good for you and which are bad? Yeah, I mean, there's several different kinds of opportunities. There are speaking opportunities, for example. But the most... Requested, I guess you could call opportunity is what's known as a JV partnership or some sort of affiliate relationship where people, similar to the to the uh, exam story, um, people know that I have a lot of traffic and they want to get in front of it. And there's obviously different ways to do that now with my business that I currently have through the blog, through the podcast, like sponsorships and whatnot, and also a YouTube channel um, and. You know, Even my social media channels are quite big now, so people want to get in front of those audiences. So the big question is, well, how do I understand who to say yes to and who to say no to, right? For me, I've just made it really easy for myself. I only recommend and promote other companies that I've used before. I like it. And it makes it very simple for me to say no, which is one of the hardest things to do. Yeah. And it also makes it uh, very good for the people who are listening to those recommendations because they know that I've been able to kind of vet this company and become almost a spokesperson for them in an honest way not because of the money but because of what I know that product can do I know that the trust that we have with our audience is the most important thing in the world and if I were to recommend a product just because it had a high commission for example yeah maybe I'd make a lot of money up front but if that product doesn't serve that person then, yeah, they're going to be angry at that product or that product owner. But you know what? That trust with me is going to be gone. Right. And I'm in. I'm in here for the long-term game. So I have to be very careful and conscious about who I, um, who I recommend, who I'm involved with. And um, that, that's how I kind of determine that. It just makes it really easy. So it's all based off of my own needs. Because what I do on Smart Passive Income, I build businesses and I just share how I do it. Mm-hmm. And I use a lot of tools and other tools I don't need. And I'm not going to recommend the tools that I don't need because I don't know those tools, you know. And I think I feel like if you're involved in affiliate marketing, which is when you recommend another person or company's product and earn a commission from that, it's a great marketing tool. But a lot of people make the mistake of just sharing that link and sometimes not even using that product. For me, I treat those products as if they were my own, hmm. and that makes the people on the other end who are potentially going to buy it more comfortable. Right. And so
0: those people who reach out to you for to to partner up in the affiliate uh, type of way. Mm -hmm. Do you offer them like a flat commission or do you, is there a little bit of back and forth? Well, they
1: offer me, well, it's different. You know, sometimes it's a recurring payment. If it's, for example, a monthly payment plan, that's, involved uh, sometimes it's a flat fee you know I've had people offer me a hundred percent commission on an item which you might be like why would people give away a hundred percent of something to you it's because they want that lead and they know there's more down sells or upsells down the road right and it's worth worth it to them to have that sort of uh, loss leader up front so you know what I found that works best for me is that the you know because I'm trying to think back of those to, to those relationships that started via emails that then led to, for example, promotions that I've done for people. It's all it's always started with the relationships. You know, a lot of a lot of that starts at conferences, just like the one we're at now. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of you know, even Buzzsprout who we're recording at their booth right now, they're awesome. You know, they've built a relationship with me over the last couple of years but never asked anything of me. And it wasn't until I really needed a new a uh, good podcast hosting solution that i was like hey those guys at buzzsprout you know those guys are awesome we've been connected the last couple years they never asked for anything i'm going to go to them now and use their product which i am now for for one of my shows and now i'm going to promote them because they're awesome so you know it's a very organic natural kind of thing um other times i see a product and it's like this is exactly what i need but i don't jump at that very moment to then recommend it i i tell this person hey you know i'd love to pay for this first and get access to it. And a lot of times they offer it for free because they want me to go through it. But sometimes I'll pay and I'll just go through it like I'm supposed to and just see if it works or not and if it's as good as it sounds. And if it is, then I'll talk to that person I usually try to have a Skype call or if we're in the same city for whatever reason we have a coffee together again I want to get to know this company and who's behind it first before I promote it to my audience because like I said earlier that trust that I have with my audience is the most important thing
0: right and I like the story you told about Buzzsprout uh, Buzz because they're, they're my hosting uh, my hosting product too and um, a lot of times people think about negotiation as there's a we sit down at a table like we're doing right now right. and that's when the negotiation begins right like I push a piece
1: of paper like <laughs> this is how much I want exactly
0: it's it's never like that. no no never you know um there's no in my opinion there's really no beginning and end to a negotiation and for a bus sprout they didn't know what they would want you for in the future but they realized there's value in the relationship
1: exactly yeah. exactly they did it right they did it
0: yeah. right so how do you go about building relationships now especially since you are the pat villain you know everybody wants a piece of you how do you be intentional about which relationships you form?
1: You know, I always give everybody a chance, first of, all, first of all. You know, I read every email that comes in, or I have my assistant read it and forward it to me if it's if it's something where a partnership could potentially be formed. Um, I go to these conferences, I go around the booths, and I meet people, you know, just to see if there's any vibes there. And, you know, a lot of it is in the gut, too. Right. You know, it's interesting because you'll meet somebody, and you would expect that because of the product that they're offering, that, like, you guys would click, and for whatever reason, sometimes it just doesn't happen. And other times, you just hit it off with somebody, you know, and then the negotiations, like, they're happening, but you don't even know they're happening, right? It's yeah. just its just a natural part of the conversation, you know? Um, so, you know, I put myself out there. I know it's important to build relationships. Actually, if I could go back into time, if I had a DeLorean and I could go back into time. (laughs) Sorry, I have to always throw in a Back to the Future reference. Um, If I could do that, I would tell myself, Pat, like, dude, stop being so shy because I was one of the shyest guys ever. I would never initiate a conversation. I was always in the back of the class, would never raise my hand, never talk unless asked to. Um, Man, I mean, it was a big mistake because the relationships that you build are so important. You never know that next person that you meet or introduce yourself to could be the catalyst for that success that you're looking for, you know, um, or know somebody who knows somebody that can help you with that next thing that you're working on, you know? And for me, I've always learned that I don't know everything and I'm, I have strengths and I have weaknesses. And the only way to really progress in a much faster way is to understand what those weaknesses are and find people and ask for help. And that's one of the hardest things to do. I mean, that's, that's a part of negotiation too. It's like not asking to do, Um, like a product sale or anything like that, but it's asking for help, you know? And a lot of what starts that is me first providing value to others so that when it's time for me to ask for help on something, you know, that law of reciprocity comes into play, you know?
0: That's great. So I know we're coming up on time. um, So I just wanted to ask you this last question. Um, What tip, what piece of advice would you give to entrepreneurs who are just starting off or getting, getting to where they want to go?
1: You know, the biggest tip, I mean, there's a ton of tips. I'm, like, going through the files right now. Um, But but for me, the biggest thing is similar to what I had said earlier. You know, go out and put yourself out there and don't be afraid to fail and meet people and just kind of figure things out along the way. You know, too many people, especially entrepreneurs, they're perfectionists, right? And they want to work on their thing for so long and then share it with the world where, you know, every day you don't have that thing out there providing value in the world is a day that, somebody's not benefiting from what you have to offer. Um, and perfection, I feel, is just a form of procrastination because we're scared and that's okay. But I would also say that, you know, being scared, having that fear, that resistance that ha- that comes, especially in the beginning moments of entrepreneurship, that's a sign that this is something that is meaningful to you because you want it to work, right? Right. So just keep keep going, keep failing. As long as you're falling forward, you're always making progress. I like it. Well, thank you so much for chatting with me. I really appreciate it. Thanks. Appreciate it so i
0: hope you found this helpful if you like this episode please leave a review on itunes or if you're using android on stitcher um, that really helps promote the podcast i also want to give a big shout out to my hosting platform buzzsprout so this interview was broadcast live at their booth at podcast movement Um, a podcasting conference in Chicago. So Buzzsprout is actually the whole reason that I was able to get the interview with Pat. So I'm not sponsored by them or anything, but I wanted to share this with you because I want to connect you with a great resource. So does Buzzsprout have a great product? Yes, absolutely. So are they easy to use and well-designed? Yeah, for sure. But that's not why I chose them. So the reason I chose them was because I was between two options and their customer service was just unmatched. It was night and day. And so they were extremely responsive, incredibly helpful, and incredibly friendly. And so after that, they had me. It didn't even matter what it cost. I was going to go with them because of the personal relationship with them. So shout out to Buzzsprout. And uh, thank you again for connecting me with this opportunity. Also, remember, if you have a specific question that you want to ask me or you have a successful negotiation and you want to share it with everybody, leave a review right there. Write that story right in the review and write that request right into the review because I want to hear from you. And um, those of you that are on our newsletter, keep an eye out uh, for an email, a personal email from me. So I am personally sending individual emails to everybody on our list. It's, it's kind of like a, a labor of love. Um, you think I'm joking when I say that I want to hear from you and I'm serious. So I want to make sure that I'm providing you with the content, with content that you would find helpful. So getting your direct feedback is the best way for me to do that. I always want to stay relevant. And lastly, if you're interested in coaching, consulting, or training, please feel free to reach out to me. Here are a couple of examples of projects that I'm working on. So I'm consulting with a lawyer um, to help him strategize for a multi-million dollar settlement negotiation. And I'm helping uh, some entrepreneurs negotiate internally with their partners to figure out how to divide the business. If you remember in our last episode, my friend Paul told us about his partnership nightmares. And so that's why I'm so happy that this person reached out to me because it's really important to make sure you handle these things appropriately um, early on in the relationship. So the way I think about it, negotiation is where persuasion and problem solving meet. So feel free to reach out if you have a problem and you need help solving it. Um, Thanks again for listening. I really appreciate all of your support and I want you all to have a great week.